0: Hey everybody, thanks for joining again today. Last time we left off with Paul and Silas in the inner prison and um, their feet were in stocks, Uh, what would you do if you were in prison, especially for um, doing what was right, for Christ's sake? How would you feel about that? Now, I'm not sure we can really answer that question unless it actually happened to us. I think sometimes it's easy for us to say, well, I do this. But then if the situation actually happened, uh, it might not be quite as easy as an answer. But let's see what these two men of God did. Let's read Acts chapter 16, verses 25 through 34. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them, Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. The keeper of the prison, awakening from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here. He called for a light, ran in, fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. He brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them. He rejoiced, having believed in God with all his household. At midnight, interesting, we have a time frame. At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing praises to God. And the other prisoners... We're listening to what they were doing. You know, no matter where we are, what we say and how we act, others are watching and listening. It doesn't matter if it's our home and it's our spouse or it's our children or our grandchildren, or if we're in public somewhere, people are watching and listening to see what, to hear what we say. Now, while they're praying and singing, a great earthquake comes. What usually happens when an earthquake comes there's a little panic there's a little chaos there's what are we going to do well everything starts shaking the ground is shaking and immediately all the prison doors fly open all the chains the stocks that they're in fall off and they are free everyone is loose and free to run is that what you would do? Here's here's my chance. Here's my opportunity. I've got to get out of here. and I'm getting out of here right now. The keeper of the prison wakes up. He supposes that's exactly what's happened. He sees the prison doors open. He's just sure everybody is gone. And again, we can see how dark it is because he can't see any of them. He has to call for a light in a minute to go in and see Paul and Silas. So he figures they're all gone. Well, one of the duties of a guard was it to make sure that their prisoners were kept and not allowed to escape. And if they escaped, it usually meant the guard would lose his life. So thinking they had escaped, he grabs his own sword and he's ready to kill himself. Then he hears a voice from inside the prison. And it's Paul, and it says Paul calls with a loud voice to make sure that he doesn't do anything rash. He screams with a loud voice, Don't harm yourself. We're all here. Notice, we're all here. Nobody had fled. They're all still there. The guard goes in with a light and falls down at the feet of Paul and Silas. He brings them out of the prison, out of the cell, and he says, what must I do to be saved? This has made a, talk about making an impact on an individual. They say to him, this has gotten his attention. Uh, I've jokingly put a little title next to this. Talk about jailhouse conversions. They said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and your household. This is the second time we've seen this idea. Household, we saw it earlier in the same chapter with Lydia and her household. Did the jailer know what to believe? It doesn't seem that he did. Because what happens? It says, Paul and Silas spoke the word of the Lord to him and all in his house. Then that was it, right? At that point, they were saved. Apparently not. At least it doesn't seem like it. Because he took them the same hour of the night. Now remember, it's somewhere around midnight. And they were baptized. Now, if baptism is not a part of the salvation process, wouldn't it have been just as easy just to say, okay, you're saved now, but we'll baptize you tomorrow morning. We'll baptize you when it's more convenient instead of trying to go out in the middle of the night and, and do this. We'll, we'll wait till tomorrow. It's not that big of a deal, but it is that big of a deal. Once we hear God's word, believe it, repent of our sins, confess we should be baptized immediately. And that's what happens here. It says immediately he and his household were baptized then the jailer takes them into his house now I don't know where his house was maybe his house is part of in the in the prison but he takes them to his house which was very risky on his part he takes them into his house and there was great rejoicing he fed them there was great rejoicing and they believed and obeyed the word of God and so there was great excitement over that Paul and Silas turned this dismal place into a place of ministry with great success and great rejoicing. We never know where God may use us to reach others. Thanks for being here today. We'll see you next time.